Hello there. Welcome to the Post Sunday app. I typed down below conference edition. Oh. You probably didn't see that. I did not this see that. This is the conference edition because the sermon yesterday from Hebrews 10 was born out of, well, born out of the scripture. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but our conference theme was on spiritual disciplines and uh, you and Dr. Whitney shared during the conference Friday and Saturday. Very grateful for that time yeah. together. And then yesterday, um, I would say corporate, the corporate spiritual discipline was mentioned during the mm -hmm. Friday, Saturday portion, yeah. but you really, um, taught yeah. more, more, uh, more longer. Yeah. What's focus? Focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blake Sorry. and Blake and Heather had asked me to do that. And I was like, Oh, that's a good, yeah, it's a good yeah. thought. That was great. So, yeah. That was great. So, uh, quite a few questions today too. It's, it struck some nerves. It struck some nerves. Okay. I mean, okay. nerves of excitement. Nerves of excitement. Yes. Yes. So we ought to just jump, jump in here. Yeah. yeah to get, but before we jump too far in the questions, the mulligan time or mulligan, the, yeah. the time where, okay, you didn't get to as much on communion that you wanted right. to get to. Yeah. So do you want to have and, an opportunity and now? Touch quickly on baptism too. Mm -hmm. So one of the, one of the things I was trying to do is just, and it, this is too ambitious, right? Um, because our time was so limited, but I also mm -hmm. wanted to talk about here's ways we can improve in each of these areas. Yeah. And so one of the things that we're talking about is the elders is, and, and Mike as well, Mike is an elder, but Mike kind of spearheading the conversation is what are some things we can do with the, the time of the Lord's table that might help us understand what we're doing better. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking about uh, doing it perhaps more frequently. We're talking about using some, uh, um, I don't, I don't want to get people's hopes up, but maybe some better, the same elements, but better quality. <laughs> so still, still juice in the, the cracker or mm -hmm. bread or, you know, still that, but, but maybe a little nicer, maybe, um, doing communion where, you know, sometimes you, you go up to the front and receive. So we're, we're talking about some different things that we're doing, mm -hmm. uh, potentially differently. Mm -hmm. So that's, okay. that's something too, we can be praying about in terms of helping us understand what's taking place. During this time, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Well, the spiritual discipline of the gathering of the church. One of the questions uh, referring to the term children's church yeah. that we use for that time that happens back in the children's wing during yeah. the worship service. Is it appropriate to call it children's church in light of the fact that maybe the elements of communion yeah. and so on are not there? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay. it is a good is a good question. Um, and uh, you know, even should we have children's church is a more fundamental question that, that people ask sometimes too. And I, th I I think the 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 main thing I would encourage parents with is the our goal in that time is to prepare children for the corporate worship with with the, with the body. That's the goal. And some of this, we've talked about this as elders and we've talked about it as a church before. My, my encouragement, if a parent came to me and said, Hey, should I use, utilize children at church or should I bring my kids? I would say, you know, as soon as your kids have the ability to sit through a worship service and, uh, glean something from it, I would, I would bring kids early into the, the worship service. Mm -hmm. uh, Whitney, uh, Whitney and I brought our kids in, um, almost from day one, maybe, maybe they were in the nursery for a little while. Um, but, but not all of our, 
elders would would want it to do that way. Some some would say, you know, I know that I want to have my kids in the in the uh, in, in, in church with with the the gathered body, but there's some things that I think children's church can help prepare them to do. Can help prepare them to mm-hmm. do uh, you know take notes or help them learn how to, to, to sing and to sit quietly. And we also recognize, one of the things we've talked about as elders, we recognize that our, our church is made up of people from a variety of church backgrounds. Mm. And some people are coming from churches where there's not a long time of teaching. or there, there's And so there's some things that maybe their kids can help be trained in. And so children's church has been helpful for that. Or some parents may just say, look, I, I think my kids are going to get more out of this time with some more focused instruction and, and yeah, we have some differences of, of how we best want to disciple our children in that area. So yeah. is that, that's a really long way of not answering the question. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so. Well, we're all in process. Yeah. How did, what did yeah. you guys do with your kids? We, we waited later. I yeah. think than what you guys did. Um, but we didn't wait until they could write full sentences and write down the words and yeah. fill in blanks, stuff like that. We, uh, we would kind of lean over and say, okay, no, can you draw a picture of that, of what Pastor Daniel just said? Yeah. You know, and hence they might draw a picture of an illustration, or if you said something about your kids, they might draw a picture of your kids, just to help them to know that I should be engaging with this person and the, the, yeah. the illustrations and the scriptures that are being being shared. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we'd all say we, we want our children to receive, we believe that this time of corporate worship is a time of God's grace. Mm-hmm. We would we want to put our children on the path of that that grace yeah. as, as, as soon as they're they're able to to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And the person who asked that question said I could not share their name because they didn't want a lot of uh, parents getting upset. Oh, so okay. so we recognize we we're brave. We're more brave than this person uh, <laughs> that asked this question because we are willing to put our lives on the line <laughs> by talking about children's church. Or whatever you want to call that at the yeah. time. But I imagine this person is probably laughing right now. I hope so. Or I hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or or I hope he's offended a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I appreciate we, the question. We can't rewind alive, just yeah. so you know. Yeah. I'm, living, I'm yeah. living on the edge. No, I appreciate the question. And I, I love, I, I do want to, to uh, two things. One, I, I want to push our... Our, our kids to, to, to receive all of God's grace that they can. And mm-hmm. I think it's good. I, think I, I want parents to, to help their kids, no matter what they're doing at that time, to be thinking biblically, to be thinking about the, you know, the things they're learning, to be praying with them. And I, I do encourage parents to, uh, to remove distractions from the worship service. So I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I tell people, I don't mind hearing a kid cry, you know, like that's a sign of life in a church. And that's mm-hmm. Um, for the first minute or two, you know, but once, once you realize, Hey, I'm not able to get this kid to, to not distract people around me. I I encourage parents, take them out, deal with it and then come back in, you know, that, so that's, you know, there's a balance in in all these things, right? Sure. Sure. My kids have, every one of my kids have a disruptive worship service before, but Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's part of being a family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a question about prayer and, you know, saying, that, that we pray together in a worship service. Yeah. Is that the pray right way to say it? If uh, really it's just one person praying and others listening in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think when we say we're, we're praying, we you know, pray the word. Uh, and just because one person is talking doesn't mean we're not all praying. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think there's something about all of us simultaneously hearing the words that someone is praying 
and agreeing with that as as we pray. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I mean by praying together. Yeah, I would even say during yesterday's service, there was a person behind me that every once in a while they'd go, mm, yeah, yes, yeah, you know, and it 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 helped me to be like, oh, I should be, I you know, I, I was kind of drifting. Yeah, I'll, I'll confess I was drifting. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, of course it wasn't during your not, prayer. No, but uh. Not during Brit, was, not during Brit Steffens either or Mike's. Yeah. Uh, trying to cut everybody. Uh, well, but, uh, hey, uh, to that also, yeah. there are times where we are all saying the words together of a prayer. Well, that Mike leads, and so yeah. that is a, a corporate prayer where we're all yeah. min, we're all mentally engaged, hopefully, mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. yeah. time of reading those prayers together. Uh, yeah. So hearing that person behind me, it helped me remember. Like, okay, hey, stay stay engaged with this and agree yeah. with this and think about what they're saying. And yeah. uh, so I think we can pray together. I yeah. agree. Um, your big idea for the message said the gathering on, on Sunday mornings. Um, you got a question of it, it, does, does, does Sunday mornings need to be so emphasized in that, that big idea of your sermon? Um, I'm guessing this person would have said that a lot of gatherings of the church are important. Maybe the Sunday morning gathering isn't, isn't so crucial yeah. in my life. And, and they, they asked me that question and said, what about, can a, can a church meet on Saturday or can oh, a church okay. meet on Friday? Yep. Yeah. Or what about a you know they just decide they want to meet on Wednesday night? Now I I do believe that you know as you look in the New Testament you see you know they were together together on the Lord's Day or in, in the Book of Revelation is on the Lord's Day and so it's talking about Sunday, and so I I do believe there's something about us making the commitment to to keep this this first day of the week as the day in which we gather. I, so mm-hmm. I I I would I would keep that statement. Almost the same. Mm-hmm. I think I said, um, if you remember Bethany Community Church, can't remember. What, yeah, maybe, um, I, I, oh yeah, I said if you remember Bethany Community Church, this time on a on a Sunday is the only time where God's going to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's some some special grace that happens during this time. This is the only time if you remember this church that this is going to happen your week. Mm-hmm. The one. If I was going to prioritize the the statement, I, I probably would say Sunday more than Sunday mornings, just because a church I think could legitimately decide to meet on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, sure. Or a Sunday evening, or you know, maybe a, a church can't providentially meet at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning, so they honor the Lord's Day at one p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, after, right after lunch or something. So I, I yeah. would, you know, morning doesn't have to be yeah. maybe the the word I would use there, but, but yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, there's a sense, but I think you're, you were right that, that there is something significant about that gathering. Yeah. And yeah, there, there's a, there's a sense, I think they say it, it is a crucial time yeah. for yeah. us as believers. Yeah. So good. Okay. So with that, what about fellowship? Is that an element of the, the worship gathering? Yeah, it's a, it's a thing we need to do, but I, I don't think we're commanded to, to incorporate that into the worship time. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, mm-hmm. no, it's not. One of the five, one of the things I would say you have to do at a gathering, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but for sure it needs to accompany the gathering. Or you know, if, if you're coming together, having the worship service, the elements of the worship service, and then there's no fellowship that's accompanying that, that's a sign that something's gone really wrong. Yeah. But and and, and fellowship needs to be part of our, our life. Koinonia, as, as Doctor Whitney yeah. said, but yeah, yeah it, it has to be part of the worship service. Yeah, it's just a it's a great byproduct or fruit of the before yeah. or after yeah. that gathering. Yeah. And maybe it's fair, you know, an encouragement to those that maybe leave a little quick 
Oh, or, yeah. or, or right, yeah. just right on time yeah, for service. Good. Boy, what a great byproduct yeah. of the gathering. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is Stick around before or after. Yeah. So we got it. We got a. Uh, we prayed this morning for the care cards, and someone had mentioned how what joy she was receiving from. Uh, I think she, you know, talking about she was there half an hour after the service had ended, and mm-hmm. seeing all the people that were still there. Yeah. And that is one of the things I love about our church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I can't remember what time we got home yesterday afternoon, but it was, it was late, uh, just because people are still there talking and, mm-hmm. and fellowshipping together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last question here: What about seeing the word through testimonies of, you know, someone sharing the testimony of salvation or how they've shared their faith with someone else? Um, could that have been another element listed there? Yeah. So that might. Be incorporated in baptism, you know, a person's mm-hmm. proclaiming their, yeah. their faith. But uh, there's only two ordinances that God has given us that are visible ordinances, mm-hmm. and that's baptism and the Lord's Supper. Yeah. So I would restrict it to that um, and, and, and say that a person who is sharing a testimony isn't a, requ- it's not a required part of the elements. Mm-hmm. Although it could be, again, it could be incorporated under baptisms. It could be an incorporated under sharing the word, you know, mm-hmm. those, those things. Yeah, can, testimony yeah. come up that way. Yeah. And not that you you have to exclude them from the worship gathering. There have been times where we have done a testimony before Yeah. Um, in our worship service. Yeah. But not prescribed in the scripture. Well, yeah, I think, well, I, I think we do want to be careful to say we don't do anything during that time that's not, not something prescribed. And so there are, there are some gray areas, mm-hmm. but I would say if, if a testimony is given, it needs to be done in conjunction with some of those things of, of, uh, hearing the word and, and seeing it. So it could be an application. So for example, we're exhorting people to, to share the gospel. And so we're saying, here's how this has worked out. Here, here's how this biblical principle has worked out in my life. So, yeah. 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 No, that's fair. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the questions. We yeah. made it through the gauntlet. Let's see. So anything else? We got the conference done and yeah, it was a great conference. Many, many folks helped and many came. And yeah. It's just a very ben- beneficial time. And uh, it, I think there's a slight pause when you said that in my head because it's like the conference was kind of this goal to get yeah, to. Yeah. And it's like, can I go back and see all the other things that, that yeah. uh, maybe I've not done because of the conference? Or yeah, I've got a list, that. right? Yeah. I'm sure but, you do too. Yeah. But things I haven't done. So thankful for the work. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in the Post Sunday app. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, babe.